Welcome to an all-in episode of OK Quinn, Let's Be a Podcaster. I'm your host, Quinn Dick, and I do movie, TV show, uh, cartoon, anime, and comic book reviews. Um, and I do episode-by-episode discussions of such. I've been doing uh, shows like Atlanta Moon Knight and t- today, every Saturday, Owl House and Amphibia. Uh, if that all that sounds interesting to you, then go type in OK Quinn, Let's Be a Podcaster on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all your favorite podcast services. Make sure to follow and share with your friends. And you can follow me at Quinn underscore Dick on Instagram and Twitter uh, to keep up to date on what's going on in the podcast. With all that out of the way, let's get into today's episode of Owl House, Season 2, Episode 13, Any Sport in a Storm. What so Owl House just it just knows what I need when I need it. Last time I remember I said, you know what? I could use some more Hunter. And you know who comes back? Hunter. I'm like, alright. Alright, Owl House. You you know you got me. I appreciate that. Um you have a hunter's back, he's stitching his golden guard outfit. There's a plushie of Sprig and Remy from Big City Greens, who uh Zena Robinson, who plays um Hunter as well. He also plays Remy on Big City Greens. Um I, I mean, he pretty he pretty much already has made it. I mean, he's in so many like really cool stuff. But he we're gonna be hearing Zeno for a bit, man. I don't know why I'm saying it like it's like it's news. I mean, he's he's made he's playing he's playing Hunter, you know, go go guard, and he's in so many other stuff too. Um, but I'm saying uh, he's gonna be a legend. I just have a feeling. Um, but yeah, he's uh, Bellows leaves Hunter a note that he will be on temporary leave and that he's in charge. Consider it a test. I know he does. Oh, I thought I was about to sneeze. You're... Oh, there we are. Oh, gosh. Oh. Sorry. Sorry, people. Um. Anyway, oof. Uh, he... I'm not sick. I'm not sick. It's just... Oof. So one thing I don't I don't love about spring uh, when the pollen the pollen starts to come around and uh, and that I don't know if it's like the air as well just, just anyway you don't care about me you care about <laughs> what's going on in our house all right uh, Bellis yep yeah, yeah we'll talk about that uh, he goes to speak uh, Hunter goes to speak with the Covenheads but they all just ignore him except for Rain. They looked at Hunter for a little bit, and like they looked like they were but wanted to say something. It didn't. So I'm like, hmm, do Rain Hunter know each other, or it was just Rain just didn't respect Hunter like everyone else and wanted to comment? Curious, curious. 
Uh, Hunter t- talks to the two Coven Cubs we uh, seen before, Darius and uh, Everwolf. Darius mes- messes with Hunter, which is pretty clear none of the Coven Heads respect Hunter as the Golden Guard. And the previous Golden Guard was Darius' mentor, so he has a little personal vendetta against him. And Hunter wants to earn his respect, uh, so he goes to find recruits for uh, the Emperor's Coven. Willow is training for the Fly, uh, Flyer Derby Club, which is awesome. I uh, love seeing that. Uh, I, I love I love little Willow's you know little arc in this episode. Of, like she's she wants to prove that I'm I'm not I'm not you know uh, half witch Willow. Um, I'm 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 a lot stronger than I was before, and we and we see that like she's getting really good with her her plant based magic. Um, Luce and Amity are, are having their own little, uh, Azura book club, which is the best. Um, I like the joke Luce had about reading about, like, this magical world, and, you know, it's similar to this, but, you know, toned down to ages 6 and 11. I, I like the little, the little jabs they have. They, they know. Uh, I also love that, uh, the, you know, the theme of this whole episode is, like, not really judging a book by its cover, uh, and I'll talk about some other themes too, because it's not as simple as that. Um, but that little touch, it's it's nice. Um, and how you know, Luce is talking about, you know, like because uh, that girl who I probably should have looked it up because I I always forget her forget her name. The rude girl. Um, they used to be Amity's friend. Uh, the emotion. Like you feel is what really matters in art, um, and I, I like I like that little little message. Um, the author of Azura is in uh, the demon realm, which is pretty crazy. We're just discussing how Lewis and Amity figure out how the author gets uh, both their books to both realms. That's something. I'll be honest, I thought about, like, long ago, and like, season one, I'm like, huh, it's interesting how she was able to get booked, but I kind of, I don't know, I just kind of figured, I'm going to put two and two together, but I, I like, you know what, I like that they, uh, the crew decided, you know what, we're going to, we're going to answer this question for you, people, and that, good on you, Dana Terrace and your crew, good on you, um, and you know what? Amity and Luce are cute. Mean girl who... I forget your name. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, uh, te- teens are probably into the same things as me. Like authority and rules. Uh, I'm going to be quoting Hunter a bit in this episode. Because Hunter just says things just very nonchalantly. They're like, hmm. There's, there's, a, lot to, there's a lot to unpack with Hunter. Um... He's having a difficult time getting these recruits. Uh, maybe because of some of the stuff he says. Uh, Professor Homunculus uh, challenged Willow to a flying derby match for approval of her club. She doesn't know when to find enough or uh, where to find good players until Hunter comes in with some mad flying skills. Caleb, and he just reveals the name Caleb Jasper Blood Williams from. Uh, toes or the toes. <laughs> great, just great. Um, 
How do we evaluate the others? A witch's duel? A maze of traps? Leave everyone behind at the top of the mountain and see who makes it to the bo- bottom alive? <laughs> Classic. Hunter, we need it. There's just, you know, I'll be honest. I didn't, at first, like, kind of the vibe I was getting, I didn't think Hunter did these trials. Uh, I thought Bellows kind of saved him for that. But again, you know, the book by its cover, no, he has uh, fought since since he was young. For a second, I was like, no, he has fought. But then it reminds you, like, no, he may, by first impressions, he may seem like the privileged prince. But he's actually worked very hard to get where he's at. Um, and not even, uh, you know, we'll, we'll save, we'll save that. Uh, you know, we'll talk about it. No, no, we're going to talk about it here. So... Hunter's so fascinating because, you know, I love the theme of, you know, judging the book by its cover and having Hunter be a big, um, the big, the, basically the main character of this episode. And, you know, everyone's judging him for being, um, this very entitled, uh, prince who hasn't had to suffer like they have. Cause he's the, you know, he's the, the Lord's. Uh, nephew so he gets special treatment but no he's had to earn his place and he's had to uh work and he just feels a different way than uh other characters do which i'll i'll, I'll talk about them so it's, there's just a lot of layer and the way he talks about it he wouldn't be joking about that like he he went through the training this this training i just mentioned um but uh, good on Gus for standing up to Willow, though, of saying, hey, I know, I don't know what your intentions are, but Willow had a tough year, and she worked really hard on this, so don't mess this up. Good on you, Gus. You know what? Gus has grown as well, because future Gus may, I don't think, would have said that. So, Gus, good on you. Heck yeah. Sorry, I drink some water. Uh, I love... Uh, just Amity and Luce come up with these theories that are very much fan, you know, theories of, you know, how the author, uh, commentary on, on that, of all these theories, like the author being Ida or your mother as a teenager was sent from the past to teach you witchcraft, uh, it's funny stuff. And a hunter judges the, the flyer derby team by their, uh, very much by the book of their covers. Which is uh, definitely a simple theme, but I think it works just for the for this uh, episode. And they, they use it in a even though it is a simple theme, it's still a good theme. You know what I mean? Uh, and the the team proved they are you know serious about the flyer derby and do have the skills. And the game is pretty quick, you know, like. I didn't need it to be necessarily long, uh, but it was still pretty well animated. I, I liked that. Um, and uh, it had a, had a sweet moment where Hunter made some fir- uh, first-time friends. Uh, yeah. And I think about it, he hasn't really made any other friends. Uh, but Hunter got... Uh, he's got an agenda. And he turns over everyone to the Emperor's Coven. Uh, he just nonchalantly says we'll take you away where you'll be branded by the emperor's covenant and take away from your family and friends forever yay like hunter hunter 
Hunter Hunter. Uh, stupid joke. I'm sorry. That was terrible. That was awful. Um, there's a lot of impact in Hunter. Um, we'll save it to the end. Um, so, uh, you know, friends don't get stabbed, stab each other in the back. Well, of course they do. The coven heads do it all the time. It's just, mm, <laughs> uh, Steve's back. He got punched in the face. Uh, every employee apparently, uh, uh, of the Emperor's Coven only gets one day off a year. Uh, lots of impact there. Uh, so, you know, give worker, <laughs> don't overwork your workers, people. Hunter got what he wanted, uh, his golden guard cloak, but in the end, uh, he still can't really wear it proudly. Um, Steve is the voice of reason, uh, from this, uh, with the, when, uh, he kind of sees that he left, he let that, that team down and, uh, talks about how, you know, about all the stuff Hunter about being left on the mountain and uh, the traps and the witch's duel. Like, oh, that was pretty messed up, man. Uh, so I thought that was that was funny. But Steve gave that. I'm like, ah, Steve made some decisions. Hunter, you made some decisions too. It was good. I like that. Loose and Amity, find uh, that we cut back a couple times, but like Loose and Amity can pretty much be summed up with this. Uh, they find the author to be uh, Tanella Anoza. Uh, <laughs> she she had a name this whole time. Great, because I was like, you know what? Yeah, I was was like, wait, who <laughs> this character? Uh, I'm glad they they comment on that. Like, yeah, who was this character's name? Um, Tibbles and uh, Mephalomule, uh, who have been scamming people in the demon realm, but no one but Amity has been buying the Azora books. So, Zora was a writer, a human writer. Uh, not a really cool witch. Um, but again, it comes to the, the theme of the, this episode, you know. And Darius, when, uh, you know, Darius is fighting the Willow, Gus, and the, the team. Like, Darius is a threat. Like, Darius is a huge threat. Um, very powerf- powerful with his abomination magic. Um, Hunter saves Willow and the team, which uh, she says, you know, we'll, we'll see in 52 weeks for Kayla the next day off. And uh, he gets Darius's respect as well for nip- manipulating him like, the, like he did and gave him a... Uh, um, I forget what the, I forget what they call, but, uh, their Instagram, the Demon Realms Instagram account, and he won't tell Bellos about his palisman either. I'm like, ooh, and he even fixes his cloak, which I'm like, oh, okay, Darius. Okay. Um, Amity and Luz really enjoyed coming up with ideas that didn't turn out to be true, but in the end, they found a love for creative writing, uh. It's really cool to see, and just that ending of them being like, "Wait, what?" When they see Hunter, like, I'm curious to see, like, uh, and that's the end of that episode. But um, 
to get into the theories, uh, I'm curious what they're gonna what uh, Amity and Luce are gonna talk about discussion with Hunter uh, because pretty much our whole cast now has met Hunter. Excuse me. I'm I'm curious because, like I said, these common members they stab each other in the back. So, I mean, uh, oh. But what if Hunter stabs Darius? In the, that could happen. I could also, frankly, see Darius stab Hunter in the back. I think Hunter, though, I think he's going to continue to move up. Uh, I think he's going to, I mean, even though he is basically the second in command, but I think he will earn all the Covenhead's respect. And I think that's going to matter. Oh, what? Yo, yo, what if, oh, I just thought about that. What if he betrays Bellos? Like, what if Hunter turns it around and doesn't have a redemption arc, but instead, oh, that would be crazy. If he betrays Bellos, what? Because he just, he's just fallen so far down the dark side like he's kept all the emotions he's feeling all that stress all that trauma he's felt his young age and just put that down like that that's a, that was just a big theme in just this episode just uh, nonchalantly he said a lot of the mess of things he says at a young age like dang there's a lot to unpack with like hunter and Honestly, I could see that. I could see him betraying betraying Bellas. I could see the Covenheads getting into his head and him wanting to betray them. Or he betrays the co- the Covenheads. I, I'm seeing betray I think betrayals will happen. For sure. Um mm-hmm. Bellos is gone for a reason. And the thing is, Bellos, he's going to want Hunter's talisman. But the other, all the other couple members, they aren't going to... Oh, man. Oh, man. Man, we opened... I didn't think I was going to... I wasn't sure if I was going to have a big theory. Because I, I just kind of go with the show. But, oh, man, that opens up a lot of possibilities. Oh, okay. There might be a couple different sides in this. It might not just be kind of, you know, like Elusa's group and the Emperor's Coven. It could be Hunter and Bellows and, man... And the thing is, what is Bellos, what is Bellos leaving for? That's a good question. I'm curious what he's doing. But yeah, I like. Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. I I could see that. I honestly could see that. And that could go another a lot of different ways too, because he could finally prove that he is. Uh, he might even earn 
you know, everything he wants to earn. But I feel I, I feel like it's going to be similar to Catra, similar to Zuko, similar to the, these characters situation where he's going to get what he wants. And it's not going to be quite what he asked for. But I also could see them turning it around because, I mean, I they, they Dana Terrace definitely knows about the these characters so i don't i don't think she'll try to fully do um try to take take away from you know catcher and zuka but try to tell her own you know redemption character with hunter um i'm just using them as examples um but i i really could see see hunter rolling i could see hunter Gangster, I could see him. I, I, he better not lose his talisman, but I could see it. I could see it. And he gets captured. And everyone betrays him. I could. And then he has no one to turn to. Or he joins a crew. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where Hunter's stakes are. I don't, I'm so scared for him, but there's so much because he's really being corrupted. I, I'm just, I'm concerned. It makes me think of what his life would be um, if he was in someone else's situation. Because the thing is he relates to, to other people. Like he related to Luce. Uh, he related to Amity. He related to Willow as well. And he's just all, he's just had a moment with all these characters, every single character so far. And they've all like see something in it where he's definitely can be uh, redeemed. But I feel like he's going to go too far down where he might not be able to. I don't know. It's tough. Um, but yeah, overall, I love the theme of this episode of. You know, being that being more than just the book by its cover, but with um, it's, it's interesting. Someone's going to talk about I'm going to talk about amphibia as well, but like definitely like second chances, um, proving your you know just because you know like you know just because something isn't necessarily true, it's like. Or just because, you know, the impression is, the the impression of someone you you respect highly might not be what you thought thought it was. But, you know, I I think you get humbled down uh, a bit as well, where I really love the commentary of um, Lewis just predicting who the the writer, the author of uh, Zora's being this really cool witch and whatnot, but... She's just a human, just like her, just like any other writer or director that, you know, we put the put them at such a high pedestal. I mean, I, I, I definitely do. I mean, I definitely put Dan Terrace at a pretty big... Uh, I, I really like Dan, Dan Ter- Terrace. Uh, she's a really good show writer. I just, I, I like Dan Terrace, like I say. You know, she does a great job. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm guilty of putting people on a, a high pedestal when at the end of the day they are, you know, they're just people, you know. Um, they're just, 
you know. Uh, difference is they're just a lot more creative than I am. Uh, I just like talking about their shows. Um, but yeah, I just I really like the that, the theme of uh, of that. Um, and and I, I just love seeing Loose and Amy together. They're just the best. I I hope to see more and. Yeah, but Willow was a standout too. I really liked Willow. I think even Gus as well. I think they both had moments in this episode where we've really seen them grown. Um, you know, we don't, we don't, we didn't really get to see. We haven't really seen them too much in season two, to be honest with you. So it's nice to see they haven't been around in a while. It's nice to see what how much they've grown um, as characters. So yeah, I really like this episode, and I don't know, like I don't know what else to, yeah, I don't really else to theorize. So, uh, hope you all enjoyed this this uh, episode, and I'll see you all next time. Keep on hooting.